Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. John Kelly here, and unfortunately tonight, um, Jeremiah's here too. Ah, so, uh, <laughs> let's go. You didn't skip out on us tonight, man. You're here. We're back, baby. Let's do it. We are. Hey, so, uh, so I'm going to let you in on something. I haven't talked a lot about it because um, it's something that I've struggled with for a while, and it's something that I don't like to, like, draw a lot of attention to it because I've done it in the past and then it's not gone well. And then I'm eating crow and all that kind of stuff. And I don't want to do that, but Hey, so I think I told you this beforehand, but in the past month, and this is not a joke, like month in like a few days, I've lost 32 pounds. Wow, dude. That's so incredible. That's awesome. It's crazy, man. Yeah. I'm actually seeing a doctor now, like that's helping me with the weight loss and, uh, it's having a huge impact. It's helping a ton, uh, Got the goal to get uh to get the weight down pretty low by next summer because I've got a few hikes that I've got a buddy of mine that wants to do mm-hmm. and I don't think I can do it as a fat boy so I'm gonna have to lose the weight <laughs> so I can do those things. That's good motivation, man. You did it uh, if I remember correctly doing Kilimanjaro. That kind of pushed you toward cutting some weight, getting really healthy, and just uh, having the ability to actually climb up there. Yeah, I did it, but I didn't go as far as I should have. So. I got a long ways to go, but I'm going to, I've, my wife is doing it with me. She's lost over 20 pounds. So you know how hard it is for women to lose weight compared to men. You know, it's just one of those things. And she has lost over 20 pounds. So she's doing killer. And it's always easier to do this when your spouse is doing it with you. So uh, really excited about that, man. Plus I want to lose more weight than uh, that hiking guy. So. (laughs) Oh, THG. Throwing it out there, Chris. Throwing it out there. So uh, anyways, um, we've got a great guest tonight, man. Oh, great yeah, dude. Guy. I just did a trip with this guy, and I couldn't wait to have him on so that we could talk about the trip and uh, get to know him a little bit better and tell you about the trip, man. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Also, at the end of, of tonight's episode, uh, we have to let everybody know. Jeff Garmeyer and I talked uh, after the episode last week, and uh, Jason Wish was there, so there, was, there are witnesses to this. And we have a certain um, requirement for Jeremiah because he didn't have merch by the next time that Jeff Garmeyer showed up. So we're going to be sharing what that challenge is for Jeremiah for next week at the end of the podcast. So uh, stick around for that because I promise you, you're not going to want to miss what, what Jeff says that, that Jeremiah has to do. So uh, we, got, we got a lot of good stuff for tonight, but the biggest thing is we're bringing on a good friend of the show. And uh, somebody who's never been on here, and I'm still not sure how we pulled that off, 
because this is one of those guys that his personality jumps off the screen, whether it's in photo or video. I mean, he's just a ball of energy, and I cannot wait to have him on here. And that is our good friend, Mr. Andrew Miller, also known as Metro on the Move. Dude, you got to do the point. You got to do the point. What's going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh, man. Welcome to the show. Let's keep moving, baby. All right. Yeah, let's keep moving. Thank you so much for having me here. And congratulations to you, man. Uh, that's an incredible weight loss journey, my friend. Congratulations on the 32 pounds. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for inviting me. I haven't. I was actually wondering what the wait list was like to get on the show. I was like, is it going to be me soon? No. Is it going to be me soon? No. Is it going to be me soon? No. I was like, I'm doing something wrong here. I got to do something right. And then all you of a sudden, it, out of nowhere, it's like Jer uh, Jeremiah reaches out. He's like, you want to go You want to go camping? I'm like, yeah. And he's, you want to be on the show? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, is it Christmas? I'm on the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny is there are so many people we haven't had on here, and it's not because we – we don't want to, we just forget to, we just forget people. And like, so, and, and we don't forget you as a person. We just forget to ask you to be on the show. We've got so many people that have sent us messages and go, Hey dude, you ought to have this person on. And we're like, Oh my gosh, have we never thought of that? And, and Jeremiah goes, Hey, I'm going hiking with Metro. We should have him on the show. So Jeremiah is the one that made that happen, man. He's the yeah, man. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. It was awesome hanging out. It was a great adventure out on the at that was that was an incredible trip i can't wait to talk about it today yeah dude well first of all let me see your t-shirt what what does it say penhody forever Pin okay for, uh, Pin forever, baby. yeah right here right here that, that's, Pin a, that's mafia a, yeah he's part of the well, Pinhody. this is actually a shirt that was designed by jay ben hikes but the Pinhody outdoor center uh, actually put on a whole initiative to keep the Pinhody Trail separate from the AT. And there's a reason for that, in case you guys didn't know, because of the, know. Yeah, the economic impact of uh, the two trails that they were to connect on the AT, it might impact some of those trail towns that are about 300 miles in. So they was like, hey, let's keep it separate. It's good for everybody. It's got heritage behind both trails. There's no reason to connect it. Even though they do connect, uh, they're going to keep them separate. So Pinhody forever, POC, baby. That yeah. is great. Well, I, I got to hike part of the, the Pinhody uh, a couple years ago with somebody we all know, Mr. Brad, also known as Crow. Um, we went out there, and he got to he got me up on the Pinhody for a few miles. And uh, I read there's a plaque that actually shows uh, the Pinhody Trail. And that John – was it John Muir who actually wanted the two trails to connect? Um, I'm not actually sure. I think there's actually a commission of people that are actually trying to connect it. And there's a commission that's not, but I'm not sure if John Muir was the OG in terms of trying to connect the two. Yeah. But, uh, you know, obviously there's some people that feel very differently about connecting them. So I'm oh, on, yeah. I'm on team, I'm on, I'm on team Penhody forever. <laughs> so it's, it's funny. I just said Crow's name and there he is right there for us all to see. This what up, Brad Crow? Crow? How are we doing, man? All right, so so let me let me ask you something, man. There are not a lot of um, Georgia backpackers online. Now I know there's a lot of Georgia backpackers, but you don't see a lot of them doing videos and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and technically, I mean, you're actually a California boy, if I remember right. That's correct. Uh, so I was born in Newport Beach, uh, but I've been around the world, and now I'm 
here in the southeast. So I'm a, I'm a southern boy. I'm married to a southern belle. So uh, I consider myself a southern gentleman. Either Southern California or South Georgia. I mean, it's the same thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get into doing the YouTube thing? How did you get into doing these videos? Because you've been doing them a while. I met you last yeah. year, and I realized after we met, I went back onto your channel. I'd watched it before, but I hadn't gone back very far. And I realized, man, it, you've been doing this for a while. Yeah, so 2015 was when I really started like documenting my adventures or travels. I remember my name is Metro because I'm from the city and I go out to the mountains or various different destinations. But a buddy of mine, he passed away suddenly. We were just hanging out and he had a heart attack and died right in front of me. And it kind of made me realize very quickly how fragile life was. So I started going out to the mountains and I was like, hey, I'm already documenting my travels. Why don't I take my GoPro with me on trail? And then I just started filming all these various different places that I would like to go hiking because I found it very difficult to your point. There's not a lot of backpackers that go and do this. So I had to find all these trails, you know, through the internet and various different resources of where the cool trailheads were and stuff. And I got this abundance of knowledge. And actually my, my name came a little bit from the trail for me coming up to the mountains so much. And people are like, hey, you know a lot about the mountains. You know, do you live around here? I was like, no, nah, I'm from Buckhead. They're like, oh, you're one of those metros that come up here. I was like, I'm gonna take That's that as a trail. I'm gonna take that trail right there. I'm gonna take that right there. So it just kind of coincided. But uh, my point was is that I had to uh, document these videos, put it out there on the internet. And to your point, there's not a lot of backpackers out there doing this, and I'm happy for that. But uh, an adventure with Nick and Rachel, Southern Hike, uh, as well as Senior Hiker 77. Got to give them a shout out. They've been doing a lot of videos as well. So shout out to all those people right there. Oh yeah, those great people. Hey, we do have yeah. an answer to that question I was asking earlier. It was actually Benton Mackay. People say Benton Mackay intended them to contact, and that's from uh, Leonidas on the trail. And uh, Crow, it was Benton Mackay. So we were wondering who who it was that was kind of the one spearheading that early on, and I guess it was Benton Mackay. So I knew it was one of those famous guys that does trails. Of course, they both have massive trails named after them, so that tells you the kind of backpackers they were. <laughs> Dude, uh -huh. I was just uh, I just click. You were talking about you know looking at Metro's channel and going back. And I sorted his videos from oldest to newest. Oh my god! <laughs> I left it up there. I mean, there's I, some funny can stuff. Can you though. can you put that, I on, love put that on the screen, Jeremiah? We can try to. Can you, can you load that up? <laughs> yeah. Let I'll, me know when you shared that, and I'll, I'll put that up on the screen because we got we got to see like old school. Oh, here we I go. Love here we I go. love it. Well, you know, it's been around for a while for sure. Twenty ten, maybe. Let's see if we can do this. Right yeah, it here. says thirteen uh, years ago. Was the first yeah. video? Yeah, dude, you definitely, oh, definitely need to keep. Hang on, uh, we'll try this again. I, I think I figured out what I got to do here. Let's let's pull these up. Here we go. You definitely need to keep uh, oh, all the old videos, dude, for sure. Like this one, destroying a destroying desktop computer. A desktop computer. What's it even mean? Yeah. Oh, he's just—he's literally just stuff. breaking a computer. Is that you? Yeah, it's me <laughs> hanging out in the warehouse. We had to get rid of a server, so. Uh, <laughs> So you said, let me take this big, this big piece of wood and just bust this computer up. I mean, we had some free time. Yeah. I mean, you know, you gotta get oh it done. God. You gotta get done with what you had. I didn't have anything else. So I figured this will work. Wow. Let's see what else you got here. We got Japanese if you're, moleskin. If you're listening right now, we're actually on Metro's YouTube channel and we're looking through some of these uh, old videos and he's like, Metro's like a lot of people that, they got a YouTube channel and just started putting up random videos of different things. So somewhere along the way, backpacking started taking over. So I can't yeah. wait to see where that happens. Let me scroll down and 20, see. 
Yeah, just keep going. It goes, there's, like, there's hundreds of videos on there. I've probably, probably close to 800 videos. What? Were you in a band? band? Yeah. Were you in a yeah. band? Yeah. Used to rock and roll on the Sunset Strip, baby. Oh, There's, dang. Look at that. Yeah. With the Roxy and the whiskey and all kinds of stuff out there. I mean, it was fun. Really? Good times. Yeah. Man, I had no idea was, you did that kind of stuff. Look at the great hair. That was when I was a kid, that was when I was a kid man. Oh, God. yeah. See, here you got the Sawyer Squeeze Smart Water Bottle Hack. What's the hack? It's not that great of a hack. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of those things that was a hack like eight years ago. Where like, oh, is it right, putting put the, the, the where you squeeze it right up or you screw it right on the yeah, top? Yeah, I mean it's just how it connects. It's like you just connected like with this little cap thing. I was like, perfect, it's great, you know. Okay, I mean, so, it was a hack then. It's not a hack now, I guess. <laughs> well, here's the thing: you two, um, along with some other some other friends, uh, you guys got to go backpacking this past weekend. And I'm yeah. going to be honest with you, I got to know what happened because you guys were hiking on the Appalachian Trail and uh, saw some pictures that were posted and uh, a lot of raincoats in a few of the pictures. So uh, I, I need to know, tell me the story of this trip that you guys went on this past weekend. Well, we got actually two alternate starting points. So we got day one, two, and three, right? Day one, yeah. you start. Day three, you leave. So you only have two nights on trail. And uh, the first day, we both like uh, went two different directions and we're planning to meet up later. And I got to tell you, if I were to describe this trip with two words, I would call it fun disaster. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a, I don't know. Andy, what do you think, dude? <laughs> you think that's an appropriate name for... The trip that we were on? 100%. We had some alternate routes that had to be spawned because we were in certain uh, climate that was just like unpredictable at best. I mean, we were in a cloud that turned into just downpour and then we were in the cold and we were up very high elevations and we tried to go to a couple other trailheads and come in at different access points. but. It didn't matter where you went. It was just, it was nonstop uh, inclement weather, uh, to say the least. But we did have <laughs> yeah. a great ending to this, though. That's true. Okay, I'll, I'll you start. Got, you got backpacking with Jason on here. It just simply says, stupid, stupid cloud cover. Oh. So I'm assuming Jason was with you guys. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's, let's say who the characters are here in the story. You got me uh, and Metro, of course. Mm -hmm. And you have uh, As the Crow Flies Hiking. Nice. Southern hike and backpacking with Jason. <laughs> now, Jeremiah and Jason were in one car. Southern hike was in another car. And Crow and I were in two different cars, but then we got in one car and then went to one spot to meet up with the other two. So you see how confusing it already starts out. We're yeah. all kind of like, let's, let's meet up at this spot. <laughs> so uh, I, I met up with Crow really early. In fact, Crow went out very early the night before spent the night out there and i met him at a trailhead i'm gonna go ahead and say it's byron reese it doesn't matter i'm gonna go ahead and give locations and stuff of that nature yeah. we went up the byron reese trailhead i dropped my car got with crow went over to hog pen gap and then we decided to go down to ravencliff falls and go do a hike in and out only about five miles or so really great spot to check out in fact there's multiple waterfalls and great places to camp on trail as well as well i'll get to that later anyway 
as we're out there, we scramble to the top of this mountain and we notice that the rain is just starting to come in. But we're like, you know what? We're going to go for it. So we run down the hill, get back to the car, get up to the trailhead. And that's when I get a phone call from Backpacking with Jason. So, Jeremiah, I'm going to let you jump in <laughs> okay. here. I'll tell you what happened up to the point where <laughs> where Jason called Metro. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is so fun telling the alternate storylines. <laughs> So Jason and I, we got there and we was like, well, it looks like they're giving rain. There's no reason to get in a hurry because uh, <laughs> we're just going to be walking in the rain and we're literally going to be climbing up and down these puds, you know, basically. It, it's hard terrain out there in Georgia. Yeah. So... We said, let's go get a coffee. So we went to a local coffee shop at a trail town nearby. And then we said, well, you know, it's 10 o'clock. We might as well start heading toward the trail. And so we headed up to Neil's Gap, and there's a store up there. And it was still raining. So I guess they were in a different location, and it wasn't raining at the time. But on us, it was spitting pretty much all day. So Jason and I went in the store. Um, one of the employees talked me into buying new shoes, which I really needed new shoes because I still was using my ones. On the last three or four trips, I've been using my shoes that I had done the entire Camino in. So they were beat oh, and wow. busted, and there's there like three or four rips on both shoes. It was There's no tread on the bottom. But I'd only use okay, them for— First, I got, I got to say something before we go too far with <laughs> okay, this. Okay, go ahead. Jeff Peters just posted the funniest thing ever. He goes, don't you guys ever put out a how to plan a backpacking trip video. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the plan's got to change. And this one changed about, well, I think we were on plan G by the end or plan H. Yeah, Fun disaster. Yeah, yeah. So That's I awesome. buy some uh, new shoes and we hang out at this Neil's Gap place where everybody throws their uh, their shoes in the tree. And then Jason and I are like, you know, why why are we going to go six miles away and then hike back to here whenever we could just walk one mile this direction. You know, we were on the other side of the campsite. We were on the west side, but we'd plan on starting east of the camp and walking west. If that makes any sense. It was six six miles one way, one mile the other. And we was like, well, let's just do the one mile. It's raining. So we went up there and set up and then uh, walked down to the water source, bone dry. And then Jason called Metro because there was no water up there, and we still had Taylor and Metro and Crow coming in to the same campsite we were already set up at. And we'd already set everything up, so Jason decided to call Metro, and uh, what happened from there? So I was like, hey, uh, maybe I'll check out the water sources on trail. I'll give you a call. I'll let you know, but we're going to go ahead and start here because we wanted to catch some views before the clouds rolled in so again we're going to meet them at camp and i was going to give them a call to let them know if any of the water sources were available and if they were i would maybe camel some in i had an extra little uh, knock bladder knock the ladder whatever you call it and i was going to just haul that in well uh crow and i go up to the at we actually cut over towards the whitley gap shelter got an excellent view of cow rock mountain uh, before the clouds started to really kind of come in, we started getting some, you know, getting spit on a little bit. We're like, ah, you know what? We're, we're hiking, whatever. You know, we're getting a little bit, blah, blah, blah. So we're going down the trail, and it starts getting a little can you, bit Can you repeat crazy. that real quick? Can, can you do that? I'm just kidding. Hey, you know, whatever. Let's get a little bit. Let's go get in the water. <laughs> I'm hiking. Okay. So you get on trail, 
and, and we, we start noticing the clouds are starting to really come in. We're like, oh, that's kind of beautiful. Look how it's like filling into the valleys and it's starting to creep up on the ridgeline. We're like, oh, that's really cool. And I don't know if you saw on Fro's Instagram, but it's, the clouds actually came over and looked like the mist from like Stephen King. And I was like, oh man, this ain't good. <laughs> We're walking into something bad, you know? And and it's not really easy. I keep from Hogpen, you go down to Tezantee, up to Cow Rock, and it's like, boom, boom, boom. We're going through it. We're like, okay, this cloud's coming in. There's no water. All the water sources are dried up on my side. And at this point, I call Jason, and I can't believe what Jason and Jeremiah had to do was they had to camel up, but in a different way. Jeremiah, you want to chime in here, and then I'll jump back in? Sure. So yeah. we get off the phone with Metro, and he says what he's going to do. He just told you his plan. And yep. Jason and I were on our own until that afternoon. So we said, well, we got two choices. We either can stay here and not have any water, or we can walk back to the, uh, the place where we entered at Neil's Gap at the store and just buy water there, or if they have water spigot, which they did, and fill up and then hike back hill. The entire way is uphill from the start of the store to the campsite campsites at i don't even know if that's the top of the hill that's just where i stopped but it's it's like one one and a half miles all uphill so we went down to the store and then went right back up the hill and then waited on them to get there and then uh in the meantime we were kind of texting taylor or at least i was and i was like hey man can you take a call there's no water source here because i was thinking maybe he could you know bring us in a gallon of water or something you know strong fit guy so then Jason and I just sat at camp, you know, gathered some firewood and stuff and uh, waited on everybody to get there. What did you all do, Metro? So we rolled into camp. We're like, oh, man, that, that mist is crazy. And they're like, oh, look, the sun's coming out. We're like, oh, isn't that nice? It looked like it was burning off for a second. And then all of a sudden the clouds just kind of circled around. So we're about 4,000 feet up. And it just felt like this constant haze and it just started doing up we're like oh that's that's kind of nice the dude's just rolling off the trees but we had a great time we had a good fire good conversation dinner and all that and we got to be up till about you know hike or midnight which is what nine or so and then <laughs> yeah. the weather changed immediately it went from a little dewy action like oh we were hackers hanging out in the woods near rain it was like <laughs> the skies opened up and it was just like downforce so we're all like jumping in the tents like okay metro, know, like metro left and right like Listen, listen, man, I have to tell you this. This is hilarious. Jeff Peter said what I've been thinking ever since that first time. <laughs> Metro's next video, Adam Sandler goes backpacking. What do you think? Hey, hey, yeah, that's appropriate. <laughs> this is me every given Sunday. I'm just going out in the woods having a good time. I do this Dude, all the you're time. cracking me up, man. This is It kind of feels like a Quentin Tarantino movie because it's like all oh, these good. stories that are separate. They're coming from different angles, and they all come together at the end. Well, so, uh, put put Jason's most recent comment up there if you can find it, and uh, I'll, I'll fill you in on a little something. So, says, if, Jeremiah, don't forget about the wildfire, dude. If you rewind about I don't know an hour or so, maybe an hour and a half from you know Neil's Gap. If you rewind on the way there jason and i drove through literal forest fires like the it was on fire the entire mountainside was on fire and we were driving through it and dude they said it hadn't rained there 
in like two or three weeks. It was so dry. And when I say driving through it, I literally mean through the entire woods is on fire. Like on the way home, it had rained for, you know, multiple days straight. And I still saw open flames on the way home. It was the craziest thing I've ever Damn. seen. Well, I thought at first that, you know, I didn't know if it was the mist that he was talking about, like the clouds rolling in. I didn't know if it mm-hmm. was the smoke from the forest fire because we smelled it, you know, for miles and miles after mm-hmm. we were away from those woods that were on fire. And it wasn't very far as the crow flies, you know, to where we were camping at. I, I can only think, you know, as a local and you living around there, you're just like, I hope the wind don't change this way and the forest fire gets our house. You know, it'd be very scary. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, Terry Young Outdoors is saying that Alabama actually has a fire ban right now. So if you were out backpacking, you wouldn't be able to do a fire. Yeah, I'd believe it. But going back to, um, you know, our first night. So before we went to bed and everything, you know, Jason and I had both hammocked and everybody else was in a tent. So we had three tenters, right? And then we had two hammockers. And, dude, for a few hours at least, we sat around the fire. We made a good fire. And this just thick, dense fog rolled in, and it was like living in a cloud. And uh, I went to my hammock. Like, we all went separate ways, and I was asleep, you know, by 10 o'clock. Everybody's tired. You know, you traveled. And I got to my hammock. My tarp was set up, but I had left my doors open, and a little bit of rain had blew in. But we were in such a mist that I unzipped my hammock, and there was a pool of water just sitting there oh. in the bottom. At 4,000 feet, it's 42 degrees out. It's not getting any warmer, and we're just 100% humidity, 100%. Yeah. And I said, well, I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. I had uh, my underquilt protector. You know those. You know what I'm talking about, John? Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. The dew would pull up on it and then run onto my underquilt. So even that didn't keep it totally dry. So like the top wow. half of my underquilt totally soaked whenever I got up the next morning. But yeah, I got in the uh, got in the hammock. Everybody else went to their tent. And at Metro, was it any drier inside the tents? No, because of the condensation. So not only was it wet on the outside, but once you were in there just breathing it the fucking hour, it was like it was almost like raining on the inside. So you got your hot breath rain on you you know you're gonna get rain on the outside it was totally soaked on the inside for sure all of my gear got soaked well john's and here's the thing if if, especially with hammocks because of how they're set up unless you're using one of the uh, like like those winter dream hammocks um that close on both ends and go almost all the way to the ground you got no chance in that kind of mist because i mean it's just yeah there's nothing you can do it's it's that kind of thing where you're hiking and you don't realize but you're getting soaked and you're not even it's not even raining yeah, you're just walking. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But then the next morning, you know, we got up. John's posting the comments on here. It looks like there's fire bands all over the place right now. It's been so dry. But it has been. We got up the next morning, and, um, you know, I had no set time to get up, but everybody went to bed so early. We were all waking up, you know, 6, 6.30. I think I woke up about 6.30. And, um, and then I heard them, you know, talking out there. But we were still, you know, the weather wasn't good. And I was cold. like, yes, cold, dreary. And I said, I got to get I got to get out of here, you know. So well, that, that's the thing about, like, temperatures in the 40s. It's not cold enough to freeze. Mm-hmm. So 
you you get wet in that stuff it's just miserable at least when it gets like in freezing temperatures typically you're dealing with snow and it doesn't like float upwards so you're pretty safe but man those 40 degree temperatures and the misting and all of that i think that's worse than any that's worse than rain in my opinion yeah it's my kryptonite and though i thought that i guess the tent guys i just laid back in my hammock and I, I rewatched. I'd missed the UK game. There's a UK basketball game, and I missed it because I was hanging out, you know, having fun with my friends. And I went back and rewatched the highlights, like a 20 minute video. Yeah, I was up, Jason. Jason said there's no way I was <laughs> up at 6:30. Yeah, yes, I was. I was awake. I was laying there in my hammock. I put my headphones okay, in, so okay. I didn't For wake anybody who are, up. Who are listening right now and going, "Why is Jeremiah losing his mind?" Oh, uh, <laughs> <Jeremiah's laughs> Mister Mr. Backpacking with Jason, sir, just posted from the trip this past weekend that there was no way that Jeremiah was up at 6:30 a.m. And I can tell you from backpacking with with Jeremiah that, um. I'll be surprised if he was up at 6.30, but, I mean, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt because we're friends. <laughs> well, maybe I got the time wrong. <laughs> I don't you gotta know. In, you got to say it in Jason's voice, though. There's no way Jeremiah was up at 6.30. No way! <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was 7.50. I don't know. But it was early. It was early for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was early for me. same time same time basically well i decided to watch those uk highlights you you can watch you know a youtube video of them and they take out all the commercials and everything so it's only like 20 25 minutes long so i i I laid and watched that and i i looked up and i heard like uh you know a little bit of racket and the tents were just gone and somebody was shaking a ground sheet. And I was like, what What happened? And then I, saw, I looked around, and Jason was talking to Metro and Crow and Taylor. Taylor had arrived, you know, at some point. He got there later. They just vanished. I was still laying in my hammock. And I didn't know if Jason and I were going home or what, what our plan was. I just knew I was soaking wet. I mean, everything was soaked. And so the guys just left me. And, you know, I slowly got out of my hammock, made some coffee. Well, where were y'all going? Good. Yeah. So here's the segue. So we got up and like, hey, look, they're gonna take, they're gonna be down in a minute. Let's go ahead and go down to Neil's Gap. Mountains Crossing is the name of the store. It's got like amenities, got coffee, it's got all kinds of uh, you know, things to do while you're waiting it for has, the rest of your crew. You, go, you want to get a heat. hot meal, buy some stuff, whatever. So we roll down the hill and we get there, and I actually bought something new. I actually got something at Neil Gap while I was waiting for Jeremiah, and I can't wait to show everyone. You guys ready oh, to see is, it? Is this what we saw right before the show started? It is. Oh, yeah, right. bring it out. Bring it out. Oh, yeah, baby. It's my new hat. Hiker trash, baby. Yeah. What? <laughs> on one side it says trash. On one side it says hiker. But I like to just let them know what's coming. Trash, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that man. And I also love the earth tones. Like the clothes that he, he was wearing. So do you just really love green? Is that the deal? Because no, I just so happen to be with the colors that I mean I don't know how you guys buy gear, but this is how I buy gear, right? I go and buy the stuff that's on sale, right? Yeah. The stuff that people don't necessarily want. It just so happens that I just don't pay attention to how much stuff I'm buying is green. So then I become the green machine. Like I think I was green pants. <laughs> Green sun shirt, green melanzana, 
Green Pit Mafia, whatever, you know? This man man walks up. (laughs) He's got orange shoes, green pants, a green Melanzana, and (laughs) he takes off the Melanzana, same color green shirt right under there. He is totally green. I start calling him Oscar the Grouch, man. I mean, I'd go more. I'd probably go more Kermit the Frog or Yoda. Kermit, yes. Oh, Yoda, that would be good. I, the, yeah, but the hat, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> the hat matches though the earth tones, man. It looks good. That's clean. Maybe I should keep. I'll keep this hat on though. I just was wearing my orange because that's what I'm used to. Bally wear this right here. Sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. <laughs> did you have that? <laughs> did you have that orange hat on whenever whenever you almost got shot by those hunters? Uh. Actually, I did have that hat on, and they did almost shoot me. I can't believe that was a near miss just recently, actually. Could have saved your life, man, that orange. Wait a second. Hold up, hold up. You can't just, like, gloss over that. Like, (laughs) Wait a minute. You guys ain't from the city. I'm usually almost getting shot at on a regular, man. I'm Metro. Okay. I want to hear hear the story of this this right now. You've got to tell the story. You can't just, like, gloss over that and go, okay, let's move on to the next thing. I want to hear right, about this. Right. So, so I'm on the Foothills Trail, and I'm about halfway through, I don't know, maybe mile 40 to 50, somewhere in that radius. I think I had just gone over Heartbreak Ridge or something like that, so maybe it was 50. And as I'm, like, walking through the woods, I hear this one dog, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was all like, whoa, 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 what is that? And I was like, oh, and there's dogs out here. I was like, that sounds like they're running loose. Then I saw the dog, and the dog turned around and, like, called his voice, like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, oh, no. And two more dogs started rolling up. And I was like, oh, it's only three. And they seemed pretty nice. And then I heard like 27 other dogs, like 30 dogs are start running. And then I start seeing these guys with guns, like having it out there. Oh, we thought you were a bear. We were about to shoot you. I was like, oh, my goodness. And I was like, well, I, I was like, I've got, I've got my orange hat on. And I've got this orange uh, little thing on my pack. And he was all like, yeah, you could probably wear a little bit more. And I was like, well, did you guys really almost shoot me? He's like, yeah, but we got to look at you first. You were definitely in our scope, but um, we didn't shoot you because you got to make sure that a bear is a certain size before you pull the trigger. But you were definitely in our scope, so we almost did take a crack shot at you because we definitely thought you were a bear. I was like, but I'm wearing all green. <laughs> <laughs> He's the, the jolly green guy. That's funny. Following I'm just trying to think what bear wears an orange hat. Uh, a fashionable one. I guess so, <laughs> That's man. That's right. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, one one is <laughs> uh Terry Young outdoors says, Well, you are in the mafia, so Yeah, man. If you don't know, uh the Pinhody Mafia is for real, dude. We got that shit on lock, man. I'm telling you right here. Pinhody Mafia, Alabama Triple Crown. If you don't know, now you know. Check it out. Alabama Triple Crown, baby. What what is the Alabama Triple Crown? Okay, for those that are watching this episode that do not know what the Alabama Triple Crown is, As the Crow Flies Hiking founded the Alabama Triple Crown, which is three hikes, three days, 60 miles. Has to be done consecutively. It's the Pin Chin Sky Loop. That's about 20 miles. You can run over to the uh, Pinhody Outdoor Center, spend the night there, get up in the morning, go to Oak Mountain, do the loop there. That's roughly 20 miles as well. And then you dart up to the Sipsy. And they do about 20 plus miles out there. So give or take, it averages 60 miles plus side trails, all that. Three trails, 60 miles, three days, Alabama Triple Crown. Hashtag that. You can find out all about it or on hikersofamerica.com. Wow. wow. So if I, 
So do you automatically become part of the Ben Huddy Mafia if you do the Alabama Triple Grant? Oh, you have to be – how do you – what, do you get elected or something? How do you get in there? Yeah, it has to be unanimous vote. Uh, all of the members have to vote you in, and then you have to complete the Alabama Triple Crown. There's actually somebody that has been voted or um, nominated is the word. We yeah. have a nomination, and his name is – Southern Hike or, or Taylor. I'm not, not going to say his last name. I don't know if he's supposed to do that on the internet. But anyway, Southern Hike, uh, he's been nominated, but he's like, nah, man, I ain't doing that 60 miles. Are you kidding me? I got other things to do, man. That's, <laughs> That's what I crazy. That's what I, I just had a baby. Come on. Come on. Yeah, yeah. he did have a baby. Sweet little Thomas. Yeah. He did have a baby. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, y'all are wild people doing those uh, challenges. They're not for me. I don't know. John, what do you, what do you say about uh, – just a quick 60 miles. Just a quick, just real quick. I'll tell you what. Ask me in about six or eight months after oh. I get someone's weight off. Because I was, I was actually talking with Crow when he did the first one. And I was so close to wanting to go, but I just wasn't there to be able to do it well. I would have probably had to crap out like halfway through the second day or something. So I do want to, I do want to do it. I'll just be honest. I've I've actually Crow's talked to me about it multiple times. And so uh that is something Maybe. I actually want to do, Jeremiah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I like doing that kind of stuff though. The first thing I ever did backpacking was Mount Kilimanjaro. So I like the challenges, I like the long hikes. I think it's fun. Right on, right on. Hey, you want to tell the rest of the story after Neil Gap? Because we met up at Neil Gap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jason Jason told Jeremiah, like, yo, they didn't just leave us. It went down a Neil Gap. Hold on. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. No, no. They didn't leave us. We got to go down to Neil Gap. And then we're going to meet him there. And that's what Jason said. And then we met up at Neil Gap. And then what happened from there? Well, once we got to Neil Gap, there was a plan. So we had an original plan to camp at that spot. And then on day two, what we're, what we're going to do, Blood Mountain? Yep. Yep. So we want to we do go up the Blood Mountain and then uh, uh, stay at Woods Hole and then cut back the Freeman Trail to Byron Race and then go from there. But keep going. So if we had a stayed at the campsite and then went on to Blood Mountain, we would have had like I don't know six or seven mile day, something like that, I think. And we would have camped and then the next day had a very very short hike out to the car so we could drive home. So we had to throw that plane in the trash because once we got to Neil Gap and it was still raining. And then we're, we walked down to the cars, kind of rearranged some stuff. And then well, I, I said, Here, here's what I would do. Here's, here'd be my vote. If we go up Blood Mountain, we're going to go black, back into that cloud. So we don't need to do that. And that's what, I mean, that's Jason saying the same thing. And then I think we all knew that we couldn't do Blood Mountain. We had to, uh, we had to come up with an alternate plan somehow. So I said, here's my vote. The guy at the uh, shop, what's it called? Mountain Crossing. Mm -hmm. He 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 named he named barbecue. He's like, well, there is barbecue about six miles down the mountain. And I said, that's my vote, baby. Let's go to that local Georgia barbecue. I mean, now they that that sounds like a good way to spend a wet day, <laughs> bro. Everything was soaking wet. So look, oh, yeah. <laughs> what's it called? Oh, you got the receipt with you. It was Jim's. It was Jim's smoking Q, and it was the sixth best barbecue in the country. They had that painted on the outside. Remember in that the was, country, and, 
And, yeah, and they said you can smell your their butts from a mile. That was what their slogan was. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was all about the pork butt. Their sauces, what were their sauces? It was like sweet butt or something like that, or like pork butt. I don't know. I, everything was and like. they had the reserve butt too, man, the, the reserve butt. We, we were up there stinking it up for sure, though. Oh, yeah, uh, dude. Should we? You probably weren't the only ones, though, I would assume. Well, oh, that this is this segues into poop. Let's talk about we're getting to the poop talk so um so everybody agrees let's go down and get some barbecue so we all get in there and it seemed like everybody got double portions i mean there's a lot of food so (laughs) we're sitting there and there's one bathroom for this whole place and every one of us well i don't know about all of us but there was a number of us in the group that all had to poop and knew we didn't want to poop in the rain up on top of the mountain. So he said, let's just wait, you know? So we got down there, the one bathroom, there's a line, (laughs) and we were seated right next to the bathroom. So one by one, unfortunately, slowly, we just absolutely destroy the Jim's Jim's smoking cue, or what did you say it was? Hold on. It is Jim's Jim's Smoking Q. Jim's Smoking uh, it, Q. It, it, yeah, it's a uh, four nine seven one Gainesville Highway. For those that are watching this episode, <laughs> if you go there, there's not a discount code, but say Metro and Jeremiah sent you, so they get our next plate for free. You don't. <laughs> did you did you utilize their facilities there? I sure did, man. And I tell you what, right? There's something about hiking and excitement and camp food and junk food and it just seems to like condense right and not only that but you feel like it's time to let go of the past when you, i almost i swear i made myself cry when i was in there i was so upset about the next person coming behind me but it was funny to watch their faces when they came out because it was just like <laughs> i went in there man and yeah you're right about the junk food and all that you go in there and you'll come back out different man, you know. You'll be hungry. You walk out of that bathroom. You know, luckily you're in a restaurant. <laughs> you still got But you come the- out looking like this. Yeah, well, oh my gosh. Let me tell one on Crow. I hope he doesn't mind. Crow no, was the last if he does. It doesn't matter if he does. He went hiking with you. That was his first right. mistake. So he's okay. <laughs> So as the crow flies hiking, Brad is his name. <laughs> <laughs> dude he was the last to go we had all finished our food and for some reason he hadn't went to the bathroom yet and so there's like two people in line for the bathroom and he's like no no i'll just wait i'll just wait and i was like dude i don't think you understand it's raining outside and there are no more bathrooms between here and wherever we sleep tonight (laughs) this is the only Temperature control. <laughs> this is the only t- dry toilet paper. <laughs> you know, this is the only chance to wash your hands. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Crow. We'll wait on you. We all went. So, Crow, I say, dude, just go get in line. Because at this point, <laughs> there's several people in line. So, everybody keeps going. The line keeps moving. There's like <laughs> He's like third in line. Then he's waiting, and he has to stand there for an uncomfortably long amount of time next to this lady while he's waiting on the bathroom. So, oh, yeah, I waited behind three women to go number two. Crow, I hope you don't mind me uh, telling your story here. I'm going to tell it anyway. Go ahead. Go for it. 
So Crow, he spends the entirety of the time trying to convince this woman to go into the bathroom before him. But he just cannot quite articulate <laughs> why, specifically why the lady should go first. He's just trying to be courteous and be a gentleman. And I know I was here first, but go ahead, you know. But he doesn't want to say, well, we just spent the night in the woods and ate, you know, whatever. <laughs> Mount, he's probably eating Mountain House or something. I don't remember. And he's going to hit this toilet after this big barbecue. And so, uh, yep, unfortunately, he has to bite the bullet and, and go in first and then embarrassingly come back out. And, I, yeah, I think that's about it. You know, the lady oh, goes in. Stick around to see what the woman looked like when she came out after him. She did, but the thing is, is that remember that was the only temperature controlled area that you could go. So it wasn't just us going there; everybody was going there. Even the girls were doing the same thing. I remember that face, like, "Oh God, like, oh, wasn't me." <laughs> but she yeah, was it's always did the same thing too. It was like everybody was just going. It was a single shooter, man. It was a yeah. single shooter, and the entire town yeah. was going to gym, smoking, cue, smoking butts, one way or the other. That was how it went. Yeah, Crow was the guy at the party. You know, you're at the party, and the guy before you goes in the bathroom and poops, and then you go in. You know, you just got to pee. Then you come back out, and there's a girl standing there ready to go in next. And you're like, I swear it wasn't me. I'm not the poop guy. And then forever, you're labeled as the poop guy at the party. But Crow pointed at me and was like, it was that guy with the trash hat on. It was that, that guy, <laughs> it was guy with the trash hat on. <laughs> That's, at that point, uh, you turn the hat around and said hiker, and you're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah talking I'm about? just a hiker. It says hiker. It says hiker. Hiker. <laughs> so I think we kind of settled on a plan at the barbecue place, but then we went to execute the plan. We drove back up to where we had a couple vehicles parked. What what was that? Hogpin Gap? Or no, we Bull? Hogpin Gap. Yeah, Hogpin yeah, Gap. Yeah. We drove up to this gap, and we thought that we could just hike into a shelter, but we got 2,000 feet, 2,500 feet, 3,000 feet, slowly got up there, creeping up, and, oh, yeah, <laughs> Mountain Wanderer tie-dye. I can't even imagine the collective odor assault within those walls. Yeah. Yeah, we stunk in the vehicle, too. Yeah, it was bad. So we got up there, and Metro got there first. Me and Jason pulled up, and Metro was just standing out in the parking lot with his hands in the air in a cloud again. You know, we're soaking wet, and everything that we have is wet, Man. and we are parking back in a cloud, and we have to hike up like three or 400 feet, even deeper into mm -hmm. the cloud to go to the shelter. So I get out, and I'm like, guys... I just I think that we're gonna have to find a new plan. I I just can't. I don't think I can sleep in this hammock. It's wet, and I'm gonna be wet in the cloud again, and I'm afraid I'll get cold. So we go try to figure out a plan again. So is is hypothermia a bad idea? I, th I think it's a terrible, yeah. <laughs> terrible okay, idea. But I tell just you, who checking. had a great idea was Taylor. Taylor was driving this little Ford Ranger, this little '99 Ranger. And I said, oh, yeah, I love those. I used to have me one. But the thing is, the AC broke in it. I said, but the heat will run you out. And Taylor said, yeah, the heat in that thing will burn you up, son. He said, do you want to put your underquilt and your hammock and your top quilt in my truck and turn the heat on full blast and let it dry out some? I said, dude, I've never heard a better idea in my entire life. 
So that's incredible. He genius, genius. So I went over there with him. We started that vehicle up, turned the heat on full blast, and spread all my stuff out in there, and let that sucker dry out. And we we were there for like thirty minutes. What do you got there? What is that tangerine? Waterloo. Waterloo. Oh, Waterloo. Yeah. So I got the polar going on myself. Oh, y'all are matching twinsies. So uh, we had to come up with a new plan. What What was the new plan? I think we were headed back down to the mountain and try to park on the yep. side of the road. Yeah, so uh, we went down the hill uh, the opposite way, which I did a Cherokee Trail or something like that. I've never even heard of it before. And we're like, oh, there's some camp spots over there. We get down there, and it looked like a local honey hole where some people would go. Maybe there was a bushwhacking trail to get to wherever it was. But we had, like, a stream of cars on the side of the road. Five cars. I've never been there. So so we flipped around and said, I know a spot. There might be some people there. But I know a secret spot or like a spot where people don't really go called Ravencliff Falls. But if you go past the parking lot, they've got some spots that we can go kind of hike in a little bit and set up a nice little camp. which will have running water, nice flat area. Uh, but there's lots of bears. I mean, active bears rolling through camp. So but because people leave a lot of stuff out there, but it's cool. I mean, as long as you're willing to take the risk and everyone's like, yeah, let's do it. So we roll down to this spot. And we found the best spot was right next to the stream at the very end by the dead end. Some people will cross that stream and go up. But we set up a camp there, and we had this whole entire area to ourselves. And it was incredible. In fact, segueing into uh, you guys built an incredible fire that we had at this huge campsite immediately afterward because of Taylor. And you guys went and got all the stuff we needed with just throwing in the back of the truck. And then we had a, a great fire. You had a great fire setting skills that you uh you, you put the fire together it was nice thanks metro yeah i said yeah. i said taylor dude why don't we go get some firewood there's a metro's like there's a gas station 15 minutes away you just need you know turn here here and here and you'll be there and i was like all right taylor you want to go and he's like yeah so we hopped in the ranger kept the heat on full blast because dude it was literally 45 degrees and still raining so oh, man we uh, hopped in the truck, drove to the gas station, and we bought six big bags of firewood. Brought them back. I wish we bought twelve. We yep. brought those back. Built us a big fire. Dried everything out. Metro, that picture or that video that you got of your, uh, like you got the logo in the background right there behind you. Yeah. So you that's have actually it. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah, you have ground Yeah. You were holding it. That's the welcome mat. I use it on trail and at home, but it smells like a campfire. <laughs> I tried it up over it. I didn't wash it off, and it stinks like a campfire. And it's awesome. <laughs> well, he was drying it out over the campfire, and that was so cool because you could see, like, the smoky mist coming off of it with you in the background holding it. I was like, that is, that is sick. What do, John, what did, did we – Did anyone get video of that? Yeah, I think – didn't you have Crow to take a video of it? Yeah, I got it on video, um, but – uh, I haven't done the editing yet, but it's on the agenda. I want to see that. Well, yeah, I'll put it, I'll put it in a clip. What What did we uh, we had Ben on here, and he's the one that prints those welcome mats. But what was that yep. one really good idea? Was it bear napkin? Yeah, the bear napkin. The bear napkin. Okay, yeah, because you leave a napkin outside the tent for the bear to wipe his mouth off with after he eats you. Yeah, pat the mountain drive. So we. Uh, we just hung out there around the fire, swapped stories, had a great time, you know, just hanging out. 
And then uh, Sunday morning, it was, <laughs> dude, Jason stopped, <laughs> got coffee, terrible coffee. Well, first we went to Starbucks. <laughs> there was a huge line, and we were trying to get home, you know, because we had several hours of driving. So we drove to a Dunkin' Donuts in a trail town right next to, uh, you know, where we were leaving from. Terrible coffee. Jason stops at another uh, gas station, presses the French vanilla, gives him hot chocolate. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're 0 for 3 on the coffee. So we just drank terrible coffee and drove home after that. <laughs> Dried everything it, it's, it's out. One of those, this is one of those trips that becomes, instead of being just a backpacking trip, it ends up being like a backpacking car camping hybrid. <laughs> Fun disaster. like... You don't do big miles. You still kind of live primitive when you're on when you're out the campsite, but it just doesn't work the way you thought it was going to. I, I've been part of those trips, but they end up being so much fun. So I had a poop story about Ravencliff Falls that I was going to share, but oh. I thought I, I thought of another one. If we have enough time, I'll tell the poop story at Ravencliff Falls. But this one is the best poop story that I think anybody has ever heard, and I wanted to tell it on this podcast. You guys oh ready? Yes, oh, we've, we've got some good ones. We've had some good best. ones. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So it was my wife and I, and we were um, at uh, Unicoi Gap on the AT, and we came up to Rocky Mountain, and we're coming down the backside, going towards Indian Grave, and we hadn't seen anybody. And it's a it's, Unicoi up to Rocky Mountain is not an easy hike. If you're up there, it was it was hot. It was not an easy hike, so we didn't see anybody. And all of a sudden, uh, I almost stepped in this 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 bee's nest, and I was like, or a wasp nest, or whatever's on the trail. So I put an X on it and went around, and I was like, oh, that was crazy. And then out of nowhere, I ran into this lady, and I got really startled. I was like, oh my gosh! I was like, oh, I gotta tell her. I was like, hey, hey, lady, uh, you gotta be very careful. There's a, a wasp nest on the trail, so there's an X there. So make sure you go around it so you don't step. And she goes, oh, okay, uh, uh, thanks a lot. Uh, I gotta go. Uh, bye. And she took off. I was like, wait a minute. Why is she in such a hurry? My wife's like, I don't know. That was really awkward. Maybe she, maybe she doesn't like seeing people. Maybe she likes to hike solo but not run into people. I was like, oh, okay. Maybe she, we startled her. I was like, okay, that's fine. She's just scared. Whatever. So she. She takes off. Like, she doesn't even look back at all. And I was like, that's kind of just awkward. So anyway, walk a little bit further down, and my wife screams, oh, my God, there is a bear over here. I was like, oh, my God, really? Where? Is it where? Are you okay? She was all like, yes, but look at the size of this turd. It is, it is huge. It is the biggest turd I've ever seen. I was like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a pretty huge turd but no no i couldn't tell at first because it was like <laughs> it was like bright orange like i like chopped up carrots almost like just like a big pile i was like where would the bear get all these carrots from i was like that is that is so strange and then i started looking around my wife's like there's a bear out here we need to go so she's she's hauling off i was like honey honey listen it's not a bear. So it's like, how do you know? Have you ever seen a pile of crap that big before? I mean, look at it. And I was like, yeah, but look around. She was like, well, what am I looking at? I was like, unless it's the Charmin bear. <laughs> <human group." laughs> and if you put the dots together, it was that old lady who just ran down the trail. She just ran up on her. I mean, it was just steps away from where she was at. And that was, we had walked up on her 
mid mid poop because it was so like she was on it and then she saw us and she she didn't she tried to get away from it as fast as she could that's why she was so startled and to this day i thought that was the most hilarious poop story i've ever seen because it includes bears and people and the trail so this is like that's the best poop story <laughs> ever. The traffic. <laughs> that is that is absolutely fantastic you're right that ranks way up there that that almost that almost <clears throat> eclipses uh the uh jeff garmeyer running down the mountain uh pooping in his pants and running by old ladies so uh <laughs> yeah that's up there that's almost yeah. same category the same yeah. category now, what yeah. would have made it number one is if I actually would have walked up on her to see. Oh, in the, the middle of the act. She just oh, pulls up her pants and just start takes off running. Oh, oh my because God. it was on trail. So she literally had to have just dropped it right there. Like, oh, oh, count too many carrots. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, listen, man. It's that time, and we need to let people know where they can find you online. So why don't you tell everybody how they can find you on your Insta, your YouTube, and all the fun stuff. Yep. So I am Metro on the Move, just one word. Uh, just put that basically behind YouTube.com slash Metro on the Move. You'll find all things backpacking throughout the Southeast and beyond, gear reviews and all that fun stuff, lots of shorts and things of that nature. But I'm also How to destroy a computer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, all kinds of wild stuff. <laughs> And I'm also on Instagram at Metro on the Move. That is my handle. I put out some pictures of random stuff. But I like to share stories of funny stuff as well. So I don't just put hiking stuff out there. I like to just put it all out there and have fun. Uh, it, what you see is what you get, guys. Uh, so it is the same on on video in person. It doesn't stop. I don't know how to turn it off. So Metro on the Move. Make sure you guys check it out. Love to hear from you guys. Put a comment down below. Ask questions. I love to. I'll go ahead and respond to those later on as well. Metro, I'm not going to lie, dude. I knew this was going to be like this. I knew that we were going to sit here and laugh for like 45 straight minutes of the of the hour. I knew it was going to happen, man. You're hilarious. The stories are great. We need to have you back on. Can we pro can you promise us you'll do this again? Yes, but I got to work on my internet signal. I got to call uh T I got to call Metro. Metro from T-Mobile be like, "Yo, baby, my 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 insta my 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 internet ain't working. Give me that extra fiber. I need some more fiber, not that carrot fiber though." <laughs> <laughs> well, hey man, do me a favor and hang out in the green room. We're gonna come back and talk to you here in just a couple minutes while we shut things down for the night. So thanks a lot, man. You are awesome. Later. <laughs> Thank you. It's fun guy. Oh, I had fun. Man, I had fun back with him. Yeah, you, that was a good call on you, man. That's a good call. So hey. 
We told you at the beginning of this whole thing, all of you who are listening and all of you who are watching right now, we told you if you stuck around to the end, we'd have a little something for you. And we're going to tell you guys, I've pulled it right in front of me, and I'm going to read exactly what Jeff Garmeyer said that Jeremiah has to do on the show <laughs> next week. So here it is. Jeremiah, according to Jeff Garmeyer, because okay. you weren't able to have merch in time for his uh, appearance on the show last week. <laughs> yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> next week, you have to wear a dress <laughs> like he does when he goes running. So you have to wear a dress and write a formal apology to all your fans because you have no merch and read that online. <laughs> a formal apology. <laughs> for not having any merch. So uh, oh, that's, that's that has to happen next week, man. <laughs> okay, I'm All so right. sorry. Like I, I don't know what else to do. Like but there has I'm to be consequences for your actions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. that means that uh, our usual podcast listeners they need to check out the video version of the show next week. Is that what you're saying? I may have to do some screen grabs too, because I mean this is gonna be too good. You might need like. You know, take some photo. Have have Bridget take a few photos too. You know, maybe you guys could wear matching dresses. I don't know. We can we can do something. It'll be fun. But uh... <laughs> wow, what a fun show, man! That was great. Oh, I know, man. I know he is fantastic. Um, and we got such. I wish we could have thrown all these comments up on the screen because there were tons of them going on the whole night. Um, if you want to have fun re-watching this, if you are listening right now, you can go onto our YouTube channel, the Backpacking Podcast, and actually check these comments out if you re-watch the podcast, and you're going to be rolling with some of the stuff that's going on there. Um, great time tonight, man. Cannot wait for next week. It's going to be a good one. Um, folks, don't miss it. Jeremiah's going to look pretty. <laughs> Bye. I'm just going I'm not saying anything else. Bye. Well, for myself and Jeremiah, we will catch you guys on the next one. Adios, folks.